0: Hello, 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 testing. All right, guys. Um, this is an emergency dispatch. Haven't done one of these in a while, but with the Rittenhouse verdict, just wanted to get something out quick, make a couple statements, um, check in with everybody, um, and personally just get some things off my chest. Um, sorry if there's a drop in quality. This isn't going to go through our usual editing process. Um, I'm also doing this solo. This is just going to be me today. My co-host is at work, but I wanted to get this out to you guys promptly. Um, uh, a lot to discuss with this case. Um, We've been waiting to really dive into it until the verdict came out. Um, Deliberations took a couple days. The jury was out. So I was hopeful that we were going to get kind of a 12 angry men situation where there was a juror holding it up, a conscientious voice of reason who then turned the tide of the trial. But um, as of this morning, um, November 19th, that is not the case. Kyle Rittenhouse has been found not guilty on all counts. Um, and you know, it's pretty disheartening and it's meant to be. Um, it's meant to send a message to protesters that if you do come out in the street, um, we, you have every right to be shot. Um, and if you try to defend yourselves, you especially have a right to be shot and killed. Um, to think that Kyle Rittenhouse, the murderer is walking out of that courtroom, is, uh, is, a difficult, is a difficult thing to sit with. Um, I'd first like to just start out by laying out some facts. Um, yeah, by the specific legal definition of self-defense, is Kyle Rittenhouse innocent? Maybe. So is George Zimmerman by that same logic. These are two men that antagonized people that aren't supported by the political system that uplifts them And then when antagonizing them and facing the consequences of their own actions, they were able to murder somebody and claim self-defense. These are actually very similar cases in a lot of ways. Um, And I do think it's useful to kind of think about Zimmerman when you think about Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, This perceived danger. Um, In the Rittenhouse case, you know, a lot of people— are talking about race and obviously with the Ahmad Arbery trial going on and and everything going on in the country, race is a huge aspect of this. And Kyle Rittenhouse would have never made it past the police line that night if he was black, that is true. But if I as a white man went and killed three right wingers under the same circumstances, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I wouldn't have even made it to a fair trial. And that happened to a left-winger who we spoke about on the show, who this summer shot a MAGA guy out of the back of a truck who was bear-macing people running over protesters. And that night, or two nights later, I don't know when it was, DHS shot hundreds of rounds into him, turned the man into Swiss cheese, closed casket. And Trump bragged about it on national TV. And the media reprinted the cop's lie that it was, you know, he fired at the police during his arrest. And it wasn't until a whole bunch of his neighbors went to the media and said, you, you got the facts wrong on this. We watched it. He was murdered. He was shot down by the police. They rained bullets into him. It came out that he never fired a weapon from his gun. And he was just extrajudicially executed by the state. And then Trump went on TV and bragged about it. He said, there was that Antifa guy. We took care of him. Hey, folks, at a rally. Um, I was watching the coverage on both Fox News and MSNBC and cnn as the verdict rolled in happened about an hour and a half ago um i've been a week sober mainly i'm trying to quit pot right now um but i you know i'm not trying to just like drink instead so i've been off everything but i pour myself a nice cocktail for this um because if you can't drink in time like times like these you know really when can you um and just to gather my thoughts, because truly, after watching all that media coverage, you know, and I think that's what I really want to start with, is just the fact that right wingers stick together. Left wingers sell each other out. You know, MSNBC wasn't calling the guy who shot the MAGA violent counter protester a hero. People weren't raising for his fund. Um, people bring their hands about how they don't agree with political violence, even when it's clearly in self-defense like that. Um, and this is a guy at a protest who's being attacked by counter-protesters. Kyle Rittenhouse was not at a protest. He was counter-protesting. He was there because of a protest going on, and, and, and that's also a key thing. But Fox News is talking about how proud they are of him. That was something that was said. We know what's in his heart. We know what's in his head. And the best day of his life is when he got his college acceptance letter, and we're excited for him to have a normal life. And then you have Matt Gates, Republican politician. I'm sure most of you are aware of him saying that he would hire him as an intern, which is just so funny, because I couldn't get a squad member to hire me now as an intern because of the things I've said. But if I went and killed three people as a right winger, they'll be in open arms for me and probably fucking Congress, and if not, CPAC. I saw a funny tweet that Kyle Rittenhouse has now been sentenced to 45 years of CPAC appearances, which is quite funny. CPAC is where all the right wing grifters and heroes go. I believe Zimmerman maybe not at that event, but Zimmerman for years sold signed memorabilia to right wing. I mean, I mean, there is an industry for this kind of thing and endless support. Whereas there, there is, um, there's not even a, a, a comparable level of support on the left side for people who are actually justified in their actions. And, and it's incredibly disheartening. Um, you know, Kai Rittenhouse is called a hero on Fox News. I can't imagine a world where a left-winger stood up and defended themselves against the violence of the state and was called a hero on left-wing media. I mean, that is just, that is out of the realm of possibility. That is, that is just never going to happen. Um, and I think it goes to show that not only is Kyle Rittenhouse on the side of the right-wing and white supremacy, he's on the side of corporations. He's on the side of profit, unlimited profit, He's on the side of keeping the system running, and violently, violently discouraging anyone from standing up against it. Um. I said on our first episode where we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse. Um. I'll post it on our Instagram. Which, as I always say, please follow at Inside Agitator. None of our listeners follow it. It's like a third of our average listeners follows the page. So come follow us. I'll post that when I figure out which episode it was. But what I said was, you know, part of me felt bad almost for Kyle Rittenhouse. Here's this kid who knows shit's fucked up. But he's been so brainwashed and propagandized his whole life that he thinks his fellow man is the enemy. And not to have sympathy for this murderer, and, you know, I think he was 100% guilty, he deserved to go to jail, and quite frankly, he deserves the fate that his enemies met. But there's something to be said about the fact that there are people who are even more guilty in this case than Kyle Rittenhouse. There's a line of propagandists. There is an entire education system, an entire political system and economic system a military-industrial complex. A violent culture, an oppressive culture that built and formed this little fucking Hitler Youth, cute, pudgy-cheeked fucking cherub that everyone's fawning over. And, you know, he's younger than... He's he's older, slightly. Um, he's around the age of my brothers. Um, so, at you know, I think about that. How crazy is that? This kid this child felt that it was necessary to go pick up a gun and kill looters that is entire and i say looters because that's what they call them they the people who he we killed were heroes yeah, and and you know i'm going to extend that also to joseph rosenbaum who everyone loves to bring up that he was a convicted sex offender and uh and 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 you know that doesn't warrant an extrajudicial execution. I apologize. And also, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know that when he killed him. The dude wasn't wearing a sign on his forehead that said, pedophile aim here. He was just like any of us. It could have been any of us who were confronting a guy with a gun, threatening a protest. Could have been any of us. And then, yeah, was he approaching Rittenhouse after Rittenhouse pointed the gun at him? He was. And maybe in that particular case, you could argue self-defense. But for the people who f- followed Rittenhouse down after he killed Rosenbaum, those people didn't know Rosenbaum was a pedophile. Those people didn't even know who Kyle Rittenhouse was. They knew that there was an active shooter who just shot someone, and they put their lives in harm's way. And their characters have been dragged through the mud, have been dragged through the mud, as, as they've been called everything under the book. Um. And, and, and those are the real heroes, and, and, and their sacrifice should truly never be forgotten. Um, And the bravery, the bravery of Anthony Huber to stand up and put his life in harm's way. I mean, I, I, I you know, because what he knew in that moment, and what anyone felt watching the live stream of events like I had, is that there was an active shooter situation that needed to be taken care of, and Anthony Huber stepped up to the bat. He was acting in self-defense. Kyle Rittenhouse was attacking. <sighs> and um, I guess I'd like to say this. The judge in the Rittenhouse trial is another one of the people who are as guilty as Kyle Rittenhouse, if not more. The judge in this trial has now legally sanctioned the murder of protesters who look at a counter-protester the wrong way. That's what's happened here and to pull this feat off to protect his lofty position above all us fucking people he could throw in jail whenever he wants, to pull this off, he wouldn't allow, submitted as evidence, Kyle, the video of Kyle Rittenhouse beating up a girl, punching a girl. How is that not applicable to the case? And then let's not even get into the video of him standing at a CVS watching it get looted, which by the way, if you're stealing baby formula and diapers and medicine out of a CVS, I kind of support that. And this guy saw that, and you know what he said? He said, if I had my assault rifle, these people would be dead meat or something along those lines. I wish I had my assault rifle right now. And uh, This is a kid who, bathing in the right-wing media and bathing in the corporate media that painted everyday people standing up and reclaiming what was theirs, fighting for their lives, reclaiming their human rights and dignity painting them as the enemy and them as what's fucked up with the world. And and those people are, are just as guilty, if not more, than Kyle Rittenhouse, um, who, who was a child. And then, let's not even bring in his mother, who drove him there, the right-wing nutjobs that he hung out with and played militia with, and the right-wing nutjob who bought him his gun when he was underage and couldn't legally buy it and allowed him to possess it that night for the protests. Those people, as well as the cops who let Kyle Rittenhouse through their barrier, gave him water, and told him, great job, we appreciate you helping us out, and then told and told the, group, the militiamen, hey, we're going to direct the protesters down this way, then you can take care of them. Those cops are responsible. They hyped Rittenhouse up. He always wanted to be a cop. He looked up to law enforcement. And law enforcement, who are too pussy to do it themselves, hyped up this child to murder the people who would dare stand against their power. And it's so funny because Fox News was painting it as, you know, this was a failure of law enforcement. If law enforcement was allowed to do their jobs, Kyle Rittenhouse wouldn't have had to step in, which is just such an admission that they think that a cop's job is to murder anyone who stands up against the state. And since cops can't do that, at least not with complete impunity, although they pretty much fucking can, now they are enabling and antagonizing and promoting right-wing vigilantes to do that themselves. I've been to plenty of protests. I would say 70% of them involved counter-protesters with AR-15s. I used to never fear that they'd use one on me. Now that is a massive fear. I implore all of my followers to, at the very least, save up and purchase Kevlar and an assault rifle before Joe Biden bans these things. I haven't heard the White House's statement yet, but I have a feeling that he's going to make this more about guns and 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 more and, and be more anti self defense to keep this whole because that's the thing, people are making this like this is about self defense. And and the the media is almost playing into that by like arguing against that when that's not even what this is about. It is about the larger implications of this case. Um and 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 so I, I I'm just prepared for the White House statement to be fucking horrific. I, I didn't even think it was worth waiting to hear it before I recorded this. Um the judge in this case. You know. If we're going to stretch the definition of self-defense to cover Kyle Rittenhouse's ass, then let me do a little stretching myself here. I think we as the people have a right to defend ourselves against a judicial system that would sanction our murders. Let me repeat that one time. I think we the people have a right to defend ourselves against those who would sanction our murders legally. Take that to mean what you will. trying to think if there was really anything else I wanted to say here and you know I guess I would just say this I um we've talked often on this show about how we feel weed and certain drugs can expand your consciousness and free you from the chains of the propaganda and the socialization process of the United States I think I did that I did that years ago though and I found the answers I needed And the answers that I found were complicated. And then those things became a way of running away from those answers, running away from the call to action and the call to help my fellow man that I felt, because those things weren't as easy as I thought they were when I was younger, as I thought they were before the events of 2019, 2020, 2016, 2017, everything that happened from since I was voting age you know, it's become incredibly clear that just to protest now, we have to be willing to defend ourselves with violence. And, and not even defend ourselves with violence, meet the threat of violence that is clearly posed to us. And I think most people are going to look at this and say, well, this is it for me protesting. And, and I can't say I blame those people. But for me, I believe that maybe this was a fuck up on their behalf. And this is just the beginning. They've now forced us and and backed us into a wall where, to go to a protest now, you would need to be armored, you would need to be armed, and you need to be ready to defend yourselves against the right-wingers who, by the way, are going to be so emboldened by Kyle Rittenhouse and his successful trial. They are going to be—I mean, I, I, I promise you, in the coming months, there will be more murders like the ones that took place that night in Kenosha. I promise you. And I don't want to see that happen. I want to see people defend themselves and defend their right to protest and defend their human rights, their rights granted by the Constitution. I want to see that, but I, I worry that protesting for the time being is going to be crushed. Dissent is going to be crushed because we've empowered extrajudicial vigilantes to crush dissent, crush protest. Um, but for me, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to meet the threat. I'm going to look it right in the eye. And I implore all of my followers to do the same. And, I, and, and specifically, I implore any of my followers out there, do what you feel is necessary to defend yourself from a legal system that is willing to sanction your murder. That is self-defense. That is self-defense. You know, the crux of this trial depends on the thought that if Kyle Rittenhouse hadn't shot these guys, he would have been killed. I don't think that's true. I think they were there to disarm him. And this wasn't even something that was heavily debated during the trial. It was pretty much just accepted as fact that were they to reach Kyle Rittenhouse without being shot, he would have been killed, which which I, I just do not agree. Or bodily harm would have been done to him, which I just I, I don't agree with. I don't think any extra force would have been used than what was exactly required to disarm this active shooter. But I do know this. If right-winger's coming after me, I do not anticipate that they're going to use the least amount of force to disarm me. No, they're coming to kill us. Steven Crowder, one of the biggest mouthpieces on the alt-right, has put out an increasingly shocking series of tweets this week. But perhaps my personal favorite was him calling on his followers to mobilize to protect self-defense. Which... M- mobilizing to protect self-defense is kind of an oxymoron. <laughs> I don't know how you mobilize to self-defense. Um, seems kind of you know, but but they're, they're they're coming to kill us now. That that is that that much is very clear. And and so once again, I implore all my followers: if you're going to continue to go in the streets, which you should, you should not be scared and go home. Kevlar, guns. Get good with the guns. Understand your equipment. Train. If you can afford a gun range membership you may be able, you may know someone, you may know someone with property, or you may be able to find somewhere deep into the woods that you can go and practice with firearms. Not impossible, especially if you live in the South. Train, practice, know how to use your firearms, know how to defend yourself, know how to defend your rights. Because in a way, I think it's almost definitely going to crush dissent and protesting. But there's part of me that almost believes that they signed their own death warrant by forcing things to violence, Now, alt-right people, right-wingers, so-called patriots, are going to show up at every demonstration, you know, armed to the gills. And if we don't do the same, we're just walking into a meat grinder. Or we're just not walking anywhere at all. And we're back home in our little bubbles, trudging away at our little work, trying to obtain individualist goals, consumerist goals. Not me. Not me. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to let them win. I can't. I couldn't live with myself. But I am scared. I look at this, and I, I truly think this is perhaps one of the more impactful days since we started this podcast. I think this really sets things on a course that sadly is going to cause bloodshed. Um, and my biggest fear is that it's only going to cause bloodshed on our side. And I think that's where i leave it.